Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life. Welcome everyone to Geraldine Tegelov Live. Hope you are enjoying a fabulous week wherever you are in this wonderful world. I have been ever so busy over the past few weeks helping out our daughter in her cafe. Yes, it was, has been apron on and cooking skills being put back into action in a big way. <laughs> yes. As fast as you prepare food, it seems to disappear. Sounds a bit like the family, doesn't it? <laughs> I guess this is really a good thing as her cafe is a great little business. This has also given me a chance to chat with people from all walks of life, as my own business often tends to have me sitting in front of a computer screen. And many of Jacinta's clients are what we would be referred to, I guess, as regulars. So you really get to know them and, and what's happening in their lives. The common denominator, I would have to sadly say, is stress with a capital S. It just seems that a greater majority of the population at the moment is trying to cope with a world that has created amazing technological advances in so many areas of life, but has not taken into consideration the extra demands that this seems to place on everyday lives. Um, but there is an even greater issue than what we might call the everyday stresses that come with living our current fast-paced world and the societal expectations that are placed upon us. This is a much bigger and deeper issue, which is known as PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. We really need to uh, get our heads around the fact that Major anxiety and or hyperstress is not just something experienced by the military or first responders, etc. Yes, this is certainly a huge issue faced by all of society. And that is why I'm going to be spending the coming weeks, eight to be exact, yes, sharing with you all that I possibly can to help us deal with and heal this major worldwide problem. You see, the big issue is that most of us are walking around with the outcomes of particular life experiences which have not been effectively addressed. And we don't even recognize the effects. For the most part, these just get pushed down and under to fester and often grow into serious health issues, uh, relationship issues and financial issues. From a, a personal perspective, I certainly lived with a form of PTSD for many, many years without really knowing or understanding that the 
anxiety I was experiencing was not normal. What am I saying here? Well, any form of PTSD or hyperanxiety or stress is a huge problem in the lives of ordinary people who have gone through any type of battle which has left them reeling from the experience. The symptoms may not be quite as obvious, but believe me, they are certainly there. The battle I'm referring to can occur in the home, the workplace, the school or the community. And yes, I'm talking about things such as the breakdown of a relationship, uh, the bullying that occurs in the school ground or the workplace, even the loss of a loved one or the loss of a pet. And then, of course, there's a loss of a job or fear of losing a job, even if you can't meet a certain quota. And that's a big one. And then there's serious illness um, or a car accident. And maybe it may be a traumatic experience such as a bushfire or a flood or an earthquake, you know, those natural disasters. And then, of course, there are the big ones, uh, being in military service or the police force or being a first responder, such as an ambulance officer, a firefighter, or in the ER of a hospital. Now, I could go on forever and a day with examples. I guess what I'm really trying to get across here is that a great percentage of the population at any one time uh, is walking around with the symptoms of major anxiety and stress and they don't even know it or recognize it. Now, just stop for a minute and just imagine how life on this planet would change if everyone lived with freedom from these, you know, what we'd call life-sucking issues. It would truly become a wonderful, wonderful world, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'm just imagining it now. It would be sensational. Well, today I'm here to shed a little light on this all too often hidden problem and how science is now massively redefining what was once considered true with regards to hyperstress and anxiety, uh, which can become qualified as PTSD, and how this new scientific knowledge is assisting people to find answers and solutions to help sufferers overcome the, the debilitating outcomes. This is so exciting. And of course, it's right up my alley because it's got lots to do with quantum mechanics and everything, yes. Um, now, because this is such a huge topic though, I won't be bringing you all the details here in one single show. So you probably need to tune into the whole series if you want to get the most benefit from all the info that I am so looking forward to sharing with you. So for today, I'm going to be dealing with, um, is it really possible to live stress-free? How you can recognize when your stress levels are screaming for help? Now, this may seem obvious, but in actual fact, stress often creeps in and expands in ways that our bodies begin to accept as normal. So we really need to recognize them. Then 
what happens when you ignore the symptoms, um, understand or get an understanding of the different types of PTSD. And then I'm just going to pose the question, are you ready for a solution that works? <laughs> now, after that, I wonder what cards are going to appear today as I choose from my wild and free horse cards. Horses are all about empowerment and freedom, and they can teach us so much about life, particularly about stress levels. Horses are used so much in helping people heal from debilitating disorders. And part of, you know, some of those disorders are about depression and, and stress and anxiety. And I can tell you from personal experiences that horses do not do well in the company of, you know, stressful people or situations. They, they'll do what needs to be done to help them heal. So my first card today is the card of smell. I follow where the scent of happiness leads me and find success. That's the little affirmation that goes with this card. This power card brings a special message to you, not from a particular breed of horse, but from all horses around the world. Horses have an acute sense of smell and they naturally greet each other nose to nose. This allows for acceptance and future recognition. The sense of smell becomes extremely important for mares and foals as it, may, as it, it is the means by which they recognize, sorry, recognize each other in the herd. Um, this amazing power card asks you to begin to recognize the scent of happiness and follow this excitedly towards the success which is out there for you. Use your power of smell um, to figure the difference between what is good for you and what may be leading you towards dangerous and, and unhappy outcomes, okay? Never second guess these intuitive feelings and always trust the guidance given to keep you from harm. Today, Allow your nose to assist you in sniffing out the ideas, the opportunities, the guidance and whatever else you need. The people who will help you to move your life into happiness and success. Okay, our second card for today is the card of willingness. And the affirmation says... When I have a willingness to explore all possibilities, I am assured of success. The graceful and noble spirit of the warm blood horse is willing to share its wisdom with you today. We have all experienced times in our lives when we've looked back with longing and wish we had been more willing to explore an opportunity that had presented itself, but didn't. The truth is, Without a willing nature, you will be forever disappointed with your lack of achievement. True success is found when you open your mind to new and exciting possibilities and then jump into them with the positive expectation of a triumphant outcome. Okay, this is 
this is great advice today. When I first pulled out this card, I thought, why on earth am I getting the card of willingness when we're talking about stress and anxiety? Well, the truth is, we have to be willing to actually uh, open ourselves to new possibilities because quite often when we get in these situations, we're so used to living with it and with nothing working, we begin to believe that there is no solution out there that's going to help us heal whatever we might be going through. And trauma can run deep. So we need to find a solution that helps us to heal whatever it is that needs to be healed. But we have to be willing to open our hearts and our minds to something that, you know, we might not have heard before. New solutions are coming all the time. So after the break, I hopefully am going to help you to learn so much more about you and about how you can deal with anxiety or stress. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelov will return after this short break. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. The Mayo Clinic says that a healthy adult should have 2,300 milligrams of salt a day. Did you know that if you had four pieces of pork bacon this morning, you have already ingested over 1,000 milligrams of sodium? If you chose turkey bacon and only had three slices, you have already had over 1,140 milligrams of sodium. It's been reported that because of the drought, high feed prices, and other problems, we will be facing a shortage of bacon in the coming years. Even though bacon is one of America's favorite foods, it is loaded with sodium and saturated fat. The American Heart Association recommends reducing your consumption of saturated fats or replacing them with unsaturated fat choices. Choose to eat fresh fruit, yogurt, and whole grains for breakfast and skip the bacon. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. It's It's well known in medical practices that patients tend to lie about their health habits. They lie about how much they smoke, understate how much they drink or eat, and overstate how much they exercise. What's another word for those little white lies we like to tell in the examination room? Teradiddles. Doctors have a rule of thumb. Whatever the patient says they're drinking, smoking, or eating, multiply it by two. But it's hard to come clean about your habits when you know you're in for some jobation from the doctor. That's criticism we don't want to hear. If physicians want us to be honest with them, I suggest they try being a little less judgmental and use a little suaviloquence. That's soothing, encouraging talk. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelove Live. And today I am discussing an issue with, which affects each and every one of us in some way, shape or form. 
hyper-anxiety and stress and PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, of course, not only affects the individual in the most debilitating ways, but these also affect uh, family, friends, and ultimately the whole community in which these people live and work. It is time this topic was aired and talked about so we can all have a greater understanding of how we as individuals can help first and foremost ourselves and then those wounded in the battles experienced in the living of life. Yep, because we all go through those battles at some point. I mean, after all, we came here to go through the struggles and challenges of life to help us grow and become, you know, who we want to become, greater spiritual beings. So, yes, we are all going to experience these at some point in, in our lives. So how do we recognize when our stress levels are screaming for help? Mm. Well, I'm going to go through a few here. And, you know, if you kind of start going, oh, my goodness, that's me. Well, yep, you're starting to really get high levels of stress. First one, always feeling tired. This is one that we all try to push aside. Our excuse is that life is busy and everyone is tired from the workload. Because of this, we just keep going and going and our lives get even further and further out of balance. It starts out by always feeling like we could do with uh, what I would call a little nana nap. <laughs> but then it gradually creeps up on us in such a way that we come down with a migraine headache, which actually makes us stop and rest. Amazing how the universe works. Yeah. The body has a fabulous way of making sure we take the rest we need. So... You can either ignore the headache and just pop pills and keep going, or you can recognize the signs and do something about it. I promise if you don't, things will simply get worse, and it won't be just a day you need to take off, but a week or two, or even more. We cannot continue to drain our bodies and expect or not to expect to suffer the consequences. Yep. Our stress levels are screaming stop when we begin to feel tired all the time and we need help. Okay, next one. I can only describe this as fuzzy brain. I mean, how many of you feel like, <clears throat> pardon me, your brain is fuzzy or cloudy or foggy or just not functioning as well as it, as it could? When I get like this, I explain it away as my mature mind simply not working as well as it did once upon a time. Now, I know that this is not true. <laughs> my mind is perfectly fine. But when I get overstressed about what I have to get done or what I'm trying to achieve, I go into fuzzy brain mode. I get to the point where I just can't think clearly or wisely. I begin to push or force things into being, which only takes me further into what I call stressville. The more I try to push through, the worse it gets. And I'm heading 
straight towards hyperstress. Yep. Because we know in this universe, the more we try to push or force things, we're pushing against what we're trying to create. So no more, no more fuzzy brain. Time to take some time off. Next one, flying off the handle. Not sure you have this expression where you live, but here where I live, live, this is a common way of saying that someone was getting cross or angry at someone else. Now, this is not just speaking with a very firm voice. No, this is more like screaming at top pitch when someone or something has really annoyed you. Yep. Now, this might be excusable if it happens to be a one-off event. But if this is a recurring reaction to even the slightest of annoyances, mm, that's another thing. Now we've moved into a level of stress that really needs our attention. The sad part is that this quite often happens in the home with family. Mum or dad arrive home from work already feeling the strains of their workload. And as soon as one of the children put a foot wrong, the parent explodes. Now you not only have a stressed out parent, but you also have a very stressed child wondering what they've done wrong and then trying to figure out how they can put it right so they won't get yelled at tomorrow. And whether we like it or not, our children automatically take on our stress and begin to live it. Mm, big one. Flying off the handle. Mm-hmm. Great sign that you are entering Stressville or have already entered. Next one, wanting to run away and hide. Okay, if you have already reached this point, then your stress levels have definitely reached that point when they are screaming for help. I know we all say at times that we'd love to run away and hide, but only you will know when you've reached that point of actually meaning it. You know those times when even getting out of bed is a struggle and you literally cannot make this happen. Any hands up yet? Mm-hmm. Yep. Next one, always feeling anxious. Anxiety attacks can come in many different forms and in many different places. How many of you wake in the middle of the night with extreme anxiety and not able to get back to sleep? How many of you constantly feel anxious about going to work or spending time with your co-workers? How many of you feel anxious about the fact that you hate your job? And how many of you feel anxious about the state of the world and, and what you're hearing on the media? Another one. How many of you feel anxious even in your own home? This can be because you are concerned about living alone or it can be due to a relationship you now find yourself in. How many of you feel the anxiety associated with playing sport? even if it happens to be a game between friends. Now, I could go on and on forever and a day, and I'm sure you could pinpoint what is creating your stress. But the question is, are you prepared to do something about it and respond to this, 
stress levels, screaming for help. Yeah, that's the big one. Next, oh, yeah, we're getting there. We're getting through a few of them, aren't we? And I'm sure by two more I've got to share with you, I'm sure that you'll be ticking off some of these. What about taking way too many headache tablets? This can begin ever so slowly. We all say to ourselves, I'll just take a couple of painkillers and then I'll be able to get back to work. And this is okay once in a while. But once we begin to up the dose at very regular intervals, it's time to stop and take stock of what's really happening in our lives. In this instance, our stress levels are reaching a dangerous level where our bodies are not just being affected by the stress, but they're also being affected by the medications that we're swallowing. Our bodies can only take this treatment for so long. And then they will begin to shut down. And you will know all about it. Yep, your body is screaming for help. And the last one I want to share with you today is always worrying about what has happened in the past or what might happen in the future. Now, this often relates to past experiences that you fear may happen yet again. For example, what if I go into the same negative relationship again? Or it may well be the anxiety of memories that keep popping up when triggered by certain people or events or even by our senses. You know, you smell a certain smell or you hear a certain sound or taste a certain taste, you know, whatever it might be. All these are called triggers and can really create enormous anxiety within us. It may also be the anxiety about, you know, around what will happen in the future. Like, oh my goodness, I know for us or for me, going through financial meltdown, you know, it was, how will I ever manage? Will I ever have enough money? Where am I going to live? How am I going to... Oh, and I went on and on and on and on. My little mind was working overtime. And the anxiety and the stress was building and building. So, you know, it can be either way. What we really have to do is let go of the past and the future and live right in this present moment. Not an easy thing to do but one that we really need to try and do. I guess what I'm trying to help you see here are the ways in which hyperstress or anxiety can slowly creep into your life, settle in, and then grow to the point where life becomes unbearable. Now, by recognizing a number of its starting points, we have the power and the ability to stop it in its tracks and choose a better and healthier path, one that will um, really, you know, help us to, um, I guess, live happy and successful lives. But we can't possibly do that whilst we're living under enormous anxiety and stress. Now, we're coming into break again. And after the break, I'm going to share with you lots more 
you know, like what happens when you ignore the symptoms and a few things like that, which are really important for us to, to understand and uh, really know about after the break. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelov will return after this short break. If you could live your life truly standing in a place of peace, joy, and abundance, wouldn't that make your heart soar? Now you can, with Lessons in Joyful Living, with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi, Mondays at noon central. Kimberly Rinaldi, having created a highly successful coaching practice, now teaches lessons in joyful living. She believes in empowering others and that through it, you have the ability to break through any and all barriers, thus allowing you to reach your greatest potential and joyfully step into your life's purpose. What used to take weeks, months, or even years, she can now teach you in a matter of hours with her programs. For more on Kim and her show, go to her website, KimberlyRinaldi.com. That's R-I-N-A-L-D-I.com. Then join us for Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. That spare tire that many Americans carry around their middle is not only unsightly, it is also dangerous. Abdominal obesity increases your risk of stroke, heart attack, diabetes, and more. Some call it the middle-aged spread, or a beer belly, or muffin top. But the truth is, no matter what you call it, it is just fat. Harvard Medical School says that the culprit is calories. If you take in more calories in food and drink than you burn up with exercise, you'll store excess energy in fat cells. They state that the risk begins to mount at a waist size above 37 inches for men, and a measurement above 40 inches would put you in the danger zone. For women, the corresponding waist sizes are 31 and a half and 35 inches. Exercise is the key to shrinking that belly and dissolving the fat. I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Woohoo! Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelov Live, and I am talking about stress and anxiety and PTSD and what happens if we choose to let it continue to grow and not deal with the cause or causes. Now, if you have just joined us, this is the first in a series of eight shows focused on helping us understand that regardless of what may be happening in our lives at any given time, it is always possible to find a solution that allows us to become who we wish to become and live the way we wish to live, happy and free. Now, if you would like to listen to the complete show today and heaps of others, then you can download them from, for free from iTunes. Just search Geraldine Tegelov Live under podcasts, or you can come here to Toginet, T-O-G-I-N-E-T dot com, and listen or download from my show page, or you can also find it on my website at GeraldineTegelove.com. And Tegelove is spelled T E 
G-G-E-L-O-V-E dot com. Okay, so just before we went to break, I said I was going to share with you what happens when you ignore the symptoms of stress and anxiety. Yep, and we need to have a look at those right now. So when we, well, how can I start? When um, we are faced with enormous, you know, if we ignore the symptoms, we then face enormous physical, mental and emotional issues that can take hold of us and our lives. We are no longer capable of living who we want to be. We no longer are living happy and successful lives. If the symptoms really take hold, they quite often become full-blown PTSD, as I said, post-traumatic stress disorder. Pardon me. So many of the population are currently walking this planet suffering PTSD without even knowing it. And even if they do, are way too frightened to admit it. As I said earlier on this show, it's time PTSD came out of the closet so that we can address the myths around this topic and then deal with it. So what is PTSD? It's what happens to those who've been affected by some form of trauma, which can be large or small. But trauma it is, and the effects can be just as devastating if not addressed. These traumatic events cause serious physical and emotional changes that can not only have devastating effects on people's lives, but also on the lives of their family members and the communities in which they live. Okay, so now we have an understanding of what PTSD is. Now, pardon me, the symptoms of PTSD Well, out there in the big wide world, there are five main recognized symptoms of PTSD, and these are anxiety or panic attacks, you know, which may escalate to um, being OCD, okay? Then the next one are flashbacks that feel real. You know, you take back to the actual traumatic event and you feel like you're there again. Not a nice thing to happen to you. So flashbacks are one of those, you know, recurring things that quite often happen to people with PTSD. Now, as well as flashbacks, another thing is, another recognized symptom is recurring dreams and nightmares. Um, Pardon me. And often... You know, people have these and they try to push them to one side or try to deal with them in other ways. But in actual fact, they're telling you that your stress levels have reached that point where it's really moving into the PTSD zone. Okay. All right. Next one. Oh, pardon me. Throat still not quite clear, but I'm going to make sure we get through today's show. Yes. Um, Next one can be muscle spasms or unexplained pain. Now, I'm sure you know yourself that if you've been under a lot of stress during the day 
and you might try to relax after work and slow down, but you go to bed and you wake up with with muscle spasms or, you know, pain in the legs or whatever. And <clears throat> this is really an ongoing issue for those who are suffering from hyperstress or anxiety. So muscle spasms can be even bigger than this with those who have the, you know, the full-blown symptoms of PTSD. And the last one, the last symptom or the recognized symptom is unexplained anger, you know, that is rapidly escalating to extreme rage. Um, so it's not just that, you know, as I explained before, flying off the handle at someone. No, this is really expressing rage towards towards people and not being able to control it. So if you are listening to me today and you are experiencing any of these symptoms of PTSD, I urge you to get some help. You don't have to continue living with these. And I'm going to be sharing with you over the next few weeks how you can get the help that you need. The sad part about a diagnosis is the stigma that's associated with it. <clears throat> PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder has, up until now, always been considered a mental illness. Thank goodness that nanotechnology science has now proven this to be a myth. Woohoo! <laughs> yes! I'm not going to go into this in a big way today, but we'll definitely tell you lots about this in next week's show. Oh, I can't wait to share it with you. I've been doing lots of research, and boy, have I got some exciting things to tell you. What I do want to say today is that having a diagnosis of PTSD can bring even greater issues to the life of the sufferer. Once you have this diagnosis, it can be very difficult or near impossible to find employment. Because, you see, employers see this as an ongoing issue that can never be resolved and so refuse to employ those who have been issued with the diagnosis of PTSD. This, of course, simply compounds the already stressed state of the person involved and most often leads them to living a life of a recluse and dependent upon medications to dull the pain and lots of other things too that dull the pain, like addictions to alcohol or drugs or whatever. It's not a pretty way to go and it's not a way that anyone deserves to have to live. No way. And if we can do something about it, then we need to do it, okay? Now, <clears throat> what I'd like to do next is give you an understanding of the different types of PTSD. Yeah, there are different types. Now, in fully understanding what PTSD is and how it can affect our lives, we must first have knowledge and understanding around this. Um, it's most important that you know about and get an understanding of each of these so you can clearly identify which type may be affecting you and your life and get the appropriate help, okay? Makes sense, doesn't it? Yes. So there's primary PTSD. 
these are the people who experienced the actual moment or the event of the trauma, okay, whatever form the trauma has taken. Uh, I think you will understand. It could be the earthquake or it could be um, a fire or it could be the death of someone. It could be a, the breakup of a relationship. All those things that I explained in the first segment, okay? But you, the, the people who experienced the actual moment or the event of the trauma, that's called primary PTSD. Now, secondary PTSD these are the people who are exposed to the person who is considered the primary. So this could be the husband, wife, partner, child, relative or friend of the one who experienced the original traumatic event. <clears throat> These people are continually exposed to the aftermath of the original traumatic event being expressed by the primary person. And they're often asking themselves and the world, why me? You know, this person is supposed to love me and care for me. So why are they acting in this harmful way towards me? Then there's floating PTSD. This is experienced those who have gone through some type of childhood trauma. Can often be connected to childhood abuse, but can also be caused by many other traumatic events, such as the sudden death of a family member, schoolyard bullying, and even being exposed to violent video games at an age when their brain is not yet fully uh, or sufficiently developed to understand the difference between fiction and real. And the last one is complex or compound PTSD. This describes the person who has a combination of both childhood and primary or secondary trauma. It's a big one, yeah. So probably the best way to explain this through a couple of examples of uh, how these appear in your life. Now, I'm, we are, I've just realized we're going to break now, so... Perhaps it might be better if I deal with these examples after the break. And I, I seem to be running over time, but that's okay because remember, this series is going for eight weeks. So I don't necessarily have to get through it all today. I promise I'll cover everything, at, you know, in the perfect way at the perfect time. And I don't want to just jump through it. That's not fair to anybody. So after this break... I'm going to give you some examples of these different types of PTSD. So you might recognize them within yourself and then get the help that you need. It's not a difficult thing to do and there is help available. That's all you need to know. Okay. After the break, lots more to share with you. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelov will return after this short break. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. The word cancer is terrifying to most of us. The latest statistics from the American Cancer Association is that each year, 10.9 million people across the world are diagnosed with cancer. 
It's estimated that worldwide, there are 24.6 million people alive who have received a diagnosis of cancer in the last five years. Around half of these people live in Europe and North America. Do you want to reduce your chances of getting cancer? According to Science Today, exercise aids in the prevention of cancer. Exercise has been shown to strengthen the immune system, improve circulation, reduce body fat, and speed digestion. Each has a role in preventing cancer, particularly cancers of the colon, prostate, uterine lining, and breast. I'm Annette Hammond. If you're a fan of Fitness Minute, like us on Facebook at Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond. Have you ever butt-dialed someone accidentally? According to a report, for every 100 calls made to 911 this year, about 40 were dialed unintentionally. Recently, a mother in Canada called police after receiving a nightmarish cell phone call from her daughter, filled with blood-chilling screams and a man shouting murderous threats. Police discovered that the girl was at a movie theater in Victoria. Anticipating the worst, the cops were preparing to descend on the cinema when a dispatcher tried calling the girl's cell phone one last time. The girl answered her phone and explained she was not being attacked by a murderer, but was watching the horror film Cabin in the Woods. What do you call the activity of being impolite in a social situation by looking at your phone instead of paying attention to the person you are with? Fubbing. It's marching down. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Yes, we are back, and you are listening to <coughs> a very croaky Geraldine Tegelov. And today I've been discussing a huge topic which really affects us all. Perhaps it's time to take a good look at your life and work at finding ways to take down any stress that you may be be experiencing so as to improve your own health and well-being and of those around you. We all need to take responsibility in the healing of our planet. And right now we're going to do something that I'm hoping will just help you just to release some of the stress that you may be carrying right in this moment and just relax into this moment in time. And I'm going to play you a song in order to have this happen. And I want you to listen to the words of the song, connect to the music, and just take these few minutes of t- for yourself to just bring down your levels of stress. As you listen to the words, you'll understand that together we can do anything. Okay, so let's have a listen to our meditation song for today, Hearts, Hands and Minds. Flim 
flimsy thread You've linked a bond that holds so fast When you share it with a friend What if we could all link hands For just one moment in time Imagine how the world would be With a peace so hard to find A hand stretched out in giving Reaching out into the world Giving to each other
Well, I hope you enjoyed that little moment in time and allowed it just to remove a little bit of the stress that you might be carrying at the moment. And before that, I said I promised I would uh, give you a couple of examples to help you understand these different types of PTSD that we can be carrying with us. So I guess the best place to start is with my very own life experience. Being the victim of childhood abuse set the scene for me having to deal with floating PTSD. I carried this trauma with me into my 50s uh, with no one knowing of what had happened to me as a child. I guess you could say it was the trauma of having my childhood taken from me at a very early age. For me as a child, hiding became a very real way of life as I tried to keep myself safe. I was on full alert every waking hour unless I was up in my favorite tree trying to forget the secret that I was not allowed to share with anyone with the threat of no longer being loved. This was the only place that I could become the child I longed to be, where I talked to imaginary friends and fairies and painted beautiful pictures in my mind and sang songs that made me feel happy, if only for a short moment in time. Had I dealt with the trauma? Well, in my own way, yes, I have. I guess a combination of wisdom and maturity allowed me to see it for what it was. It wasn't about me, it was about the abuser. I just happened to be the chosen one, so to speak. Over time, I discovered the truth about me and also discovered the power of forgiveness and unconditional love. Have I rid myself of all the effects of this trauma? Well, yes, I think I have, but only through an enormous amount of self-discovery. I also realize that there are always much deeper layers, yes, that we can explore and reveal. So onward and upward. So next was my encounter with primary PTSD when we went through losing everything financially. I know you may think that this could not ever be as bad as someone being in a terrorist attack or a witness to a shooting or watching houses crumble around you during an earthquake. But always remember that trauma can be felt regardless of what we perceive as the actual trauma. And to me, Losing everything financially was extremely traumatic. Through all of this, I'm sure that our children suffered uh, secondary trauma because of the effect it had on both of Bill and myself. So what about another example? What about someone in the military who's witnessed horrific acts of violence during time in the field and is now suffering primary PTSD? And then they come home to uh, a partner and children who, of course, naturally now become the victims of secondary PTSD as they battle with how to cope with someone who they no longer really know or understand. Every member of the household is now dealing with extreme stress and anxiety and a form of PTSD. Okay. What about a little girl who was sexually, sexually abused as a child and has carried her floating PTSD into her adult life where she marries a man who abuses her physically and emotionally? 
This woman is now experiencing complex or compound PTSD. Floating from her childhood and primary from her marriage and the two or relationship and the two combined form the complex PTSD, which she is now experiencing. I hope this is helping you get the picture. You know, is it any wonder that life becomes a struggle in more ways than one? Dealing with our traumatic events becomes paramount if we are ever to find that real freedom and real happiness and then the success that follows that. It only makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Now, guess what? Time uh, today is coming to an end. But I want to leave you with my today's note to self a little thought for you to ponder. And it says, It takes great courage to explore new horizons, but the outcomes are most often life-changing. So I guess I'm hoping through this series that you will find the courage to explore uh, what's going on in your life and explore new and exciting uh, solutions to this problem of hyperstress and anxiety and PTSD. Okay, but now it is time for me to go. Please feel free to visit me here at Toginet on my show page, Geraldine Tegelove Live, for a recording of this week's show. Or remember my website, GeraldineTegelove.com, or in iTunes at Geraldine Tegelove Live. In the meantime, I want to wish you all a million blessings of happiness and love and peace. Have a great week, everyone. Yep. Watch out for those stress levels. (laughs) You can do it. Uh, But in the meantime, have a great week and bye for now. Geraldine will be back next week with more life-changing ideas to share. In the meantime, you can visit her at www.geraldinetegelove.com to check out her fabulous new products and her workshops. Remember that all Geraldine's radio shows are available on iTunes free of charge. So 